This week's episode of The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Menagerie. Enjoy free shipping on some sexy men's lingerie when you use the promo code MANHOR at buymenagerie.com. That's B-Y-M-E-N-A-G-E-R-I-E dot com. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, dick kickers and booty lickers? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, if you are new to my program, this is a podcast where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex and dating and love, and in, in this particular week, kicking dicks. Uh, this week is the return of a former flame of mine. She, uh, she's been on the podcast before a couple of times. Fellow comedian and podcaster Andrea Allen is here this week, and I'm very excited to share her with y'all in a bit. But first, no show dates to promote right now. Uh, just go to manwhorepod.com for all your manwhore podcast needs. And please, if you can, if you're listening, especially on uh, on iTunes or the Apple app, leave a rating and review. It really helps. I prefer five stars, but hey, I also prefer your honesty. But those reviews let me know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong, and those ratings help other people find the show. You ever get recommended a podcast and you go to look it up and it has you know three ratings and reviews of and one of them is a one star? You're not gonna fuck around with that, you know. So uh, go do that if you can, or on whichever podcast app you're listening. Uh, so no show dates to promote right now. However, I am <laughs> I am hosting a speed dating event. Next Wednesday, February 8th, through the website onspeeddating.com. The theme is uh, Black African Princesses. It's a speed dating event for black women and the men who love them. Uh, if you want to get $5 off your ticket, go to onspeeddating.com, sign up for the event, use the promo code Billy Numeral 5 at checkout. You can actually use the promo code Billy5 uh, at onspeeddating.com for any of the events. And they have events in Los Angeles, Austin, uh, New York, and I believe uh, they're slowly expanding out to other cities. Check it out. How am I doing? Uh, I got to say, my butthole feels fresh. Oh, why? Uh, well, you know, last week, Paige and I got into some serious butt stuff. Uh, she's currently behind me trying not to laugh. She gives me a lot of pity laughs. Honestly, you know, pity laughs don't help none. Uh, it only gives me false confidence in things that will eventually fail in front of people who don't love me. But, you know, we we did some things. Uh, there were some fingers. There were some toys. But, you know, I brought lube with me. And she brought a different type of lubricant that kind of blew my, my mind away. She brought this thing of coconut oil. Have you all used this coconut oil as lube? Never heard of it before. She brings it. I think it's some sort of like hippy-dippy lube type thing okay fine afterwards i say so what's up with coconut oil she's like what it's coconut oil you use it for cooking i'm like wait wait what yeah apparently it's just normal coconut oil you can make it for like i don't know a salad or a tossed salad either one and so she said yeah like a lot of people apparently were using it for cooking and i guess somebody ran out of lube one day and was in a was it was just was just frantic to jerk off. I was like, wow, what do I, what do I got? Uh, the baby oil that, that chafed my dick last time. What else is here? Uh, I'll try this coconut oil. Ooh. 
and then they spread the word. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, my recommendation, try out some coconut oil. One, it made my dick look shiny the way baby oil does, but it doesn't you know, chafe my dick the way boy, a baby oil does. But then she also was using it to uh, lubricate my ass. And uh, afterwards, I, I was just like feeling the back of my ass. And I'm like, oh, my God, my hole feels so smooth and clean. Another good use for coconut oil, preparing for rim jobs. Have you ever thought like, oh, you'd maybe rim your partner, but it probably tastes gross? Smother some fucking coconut oil on it, and you are ready to go. It's going to taste like a delicious breakfast. So coconut oil, people, that's, uh, that's the Billy's pick for the week you know i uh, i love hearing from y'all it's it's my one of my favorite things to see if i wake up in the morning and i've got some emails or some tweets or messages from you people brightens up my day for reals um very much enjoy it you know like i got this uh i woke up to this tweet from uh at bosom underscore bunny I don't know if that's how you say it. I don't know if it's Buxom or Buzzum or what uh she's an escort in the michigan detroit area if you're, you know, shopping, uh, listening to the Man Whore podcast makes me want to tour NYC soon. Doesn't hurt that Billy Proceed has a kick-ass Amazon wish list, and she did get me something from my wish list. That was very nice of her. Thank you for the book and thank you for the latex gloves. I'm gonna give them the page so she can finally finger my butthole without me getting weird about it. Sometimes she can get a little. I don't know, a little liberal, uh, taking the hand out of my butt and then wanting to affectionately touch me. And I'm like, lady, your hands, wash them. Latex gloves have been on my Amazon wish list because I was like, let's uh, let's streamline that process. And of course, you can find my Amazon wish list if you go to manwhorepod.com. You'll see the wish list icon uh, on that site. Thank you for that. And you should tour NYC if you're an escort. You know, definitely come to NYC. You make way more money. I don't know what you're charging out in Michigan, but. The going low rate is like 220 out here for an hour. Easily can get 300 or more. I like that the useless piece of trivia I have is just like the, the fair market value in different areas of the country for sex work. It's a weird piece of information I have. Uh, then I also got this email. It's, uh, it's an email of sorts. And we like Kyle. Kyle seems well-intentioned, but he sends me an email with the subject line, a seemingly touchy subject. He says, Hey Billy. Um, so I've always heard you voice your support for the LGBTQ community and feminists to some degree. One thing I've never heard talked about on the show is male reproductive rights with the recent women's March that happened. It sparked my interest in the topic. It seems that no one wants to talk about this subject and it's met with backlash from women's rights groups and feminists alike. What I'm specifically referring to is the fact that males currently have no rights when it comes to abortion or keeping a child. I'll elaborate with a few situational examples later, and you can think about each individually. These are situations that happen all over the globe on a daily basis. It seems that people are generally willing to agree that conceiving a child, whether on purpose or by accident, uh, the responsibility and blame can be laid on both parties. However, from the moment of conception onwards, the male has zero rights. Excuses I often hear, well, if he didn't want to have a child, he should have taken precautions, right? But uh, so shouldn't the mother as well. A woman can make the choice to end or keep a pregnancy. And sure, the man, uh, you know, he can voice his opinion. But when it comes down to it, the woman has final say. Here are some examples. 
Let's call them friends with benefits, both using contraception. Maybe her, she's on the pill and he's using a condom. Against all odds, she ends up pregnant. The male decides he's in no financial or otherwise position to care for a child properly. He decides he wants to abort the pregnancy. She decides she wants to keep it, regardless of the father's decision. Now he's forced to take care of a child who he had no equal choice of keeping. He's got to take care of it in terms of child support and partial visitation rights, let's say. Here's my proposed solution. You could take it to the extreme and say, we'll allow the male to force the female to abort. But hey, even I'm willing to admit that is morbid as fuck. However, again, it's the extreme. A happy middle ground, and uh, this is his happy middle ground. Allow the male to file paperwork with the courts stating his intention to absolve himself completely from the child's life. In turn, he would have no parental rights over the child and not have to pay child support. This paperwork would be required to be filed within the same time frame that an abortion is still viable. As such, leaving the woman to make her own individual decision to either keep or abort, knowing the father's intentions to be absent completely. You then give males equal rights in terms of reproduction. Obviously, this excludes rape. Example 2. Same friends as above, same result, pregnancy. This time, the male decides he is ready to have a child and wants to keep it. The female decides she does not want to carry it to term and decides to abort. Well, I admit I don't have a solution to this one, as it's hard to figure out how to make it equal. I think it's virtually impossible to do so in a situation like this, but it's definitely a talking point and only helps to reiterate the fact that the female has 100% control over that child and the decisions around it. The male can only influence her decision with his reasoning and maybe like, I don't know, threats of violence, but he holds no legal ground currently to make an equal decision. The part where I did it in this voice was an editorial comment. I know this is a tough one, Billy, but it would be cool to hear your opinion on the matter or if you have different suggestions. Also, I apologize for the possible jumbled thoughts. Writing has never been my strong suit. Thanks in advance and keep on trucking. Uh, So, yeah, that was an email. And it seems well-intentioned. Just sounds like a guy who's playing devil's advocate and wants to know why this position is wrong. Doesn't sound like some sort of asshole MRA dude, okay? And so I responded to him, not necessarily in an attacking way, maybe, maybe with a couple cunty remarks here and there, but hey, I, I felt it was warranted. Hey, Kyle, you're right. Many, many don't want to talk about male rights because it sounds like a bad meme. I actually, personally, I hate that men's rights activists hijack that term men's rights because I really do think it should be a thing. I think that's something that is valid to want to talk about. And I mean, I don't know that we got to have like million man marches yet, but uh, it, I think I definitely think it's a real thing. Problem is the assholes hijacked it. Now I can't use that term without sounding like a misogynist. Cause look, the men's rights dudes, they actually have some really good points, but they're such assholes about it that we can't listen to them. But uh, I want to correct you real quick, Kyle. Like, men totally have rights after the moment of conception. It seems like you're talking about the period between conception and birth or termination. Because men totally have rights over a child, typically uh, after the birth of a child. But the reason men don't have equal rights during this period, during the pregnancy, uh, is because men and women are biologically unequal during that time period. Until that fetus is born, it's not the man's physical responsibility or burden. 
Ooh, well, uh, why is the man responsible for a baby he doesn't want after it's born? Oh, well, uh, the scenario you didn't consider, and is all too common, is that two people were not given comprehensive sex education. They maybe use, I don't know, two condoms to be extra safe, which, by the way, everyone, is actually less safe. Uh, the condoms can rub against each other during intercourse and break, and she gets pregnant. Or maybe you know she's using her birth control and then gets put on an antibiotic and either slips up uh, or the doctor doesn't properly inform her that it's going to cause her birth control to be less effective. Things like this happen because, you know what, we don't really like to talk about the sex stuff. So she gets pregnant, he doesn't want the kid, and neither does she. You didn't consider that scenario where two people... Both don't want the baby, but unlike the man who can attempt to disappear and face no physical ramifications of the pregnancy, that woman maybe lives in a state with limited access to abortion. Maybe the closest abortion clinic is like 300 miles away because local legislation shut down all the state's other abortion clinics with medically unnecessary trap laws. And likely, she works a low-income job where she can't afford to take multiple days off of work to make the trip to this clinic, have an appointment, travel home and then go back a week later and get the abortion and spend a day there before driving back five to eight hours. Wait, Billy, I thought she went up to the clinic. Doesn't she? Why she got to go come home and then go back in? Oh, yeah, because a lot of these states that have these shitty abortion laws, they unnecessarily require two appointments, like an examination and then the procedure. And they usually uh, require some sort of like week-long or multi-day-long window in between those appointments. And by the way, we have to pretend she has the spare cash to drop on an abortion. And let's also ignore any psychological trauma from having the procedure. Not that all women have this, of course, but you know, some do. But don't forget uh, all the death threats and dead baby signs she has to endure walking in and out of the clinic twice. So what's the guy got to worry about? I don't know. Maybe chipping in some money for the abortion if he's a really good guy, since he's not legally obligated to pay for an abortion. Sure, he's got to face a child support if the, if the baby is born, but you know what the guy didn't have to go through? Pregnancy. Men can have a say in the termination carrying of a pregnancy when it causes us to gain a massive amount of weight, urinate nonstop, vomit nearly every morning, be tired all the fucking time because, I don't know, there's a parasite in her abdomen, and then push a football out of our buttholes with the possibility we die. Until then, if you truly 100% cannot manage a baby, dude, just be more selective about who you have sex with or don't have vaginal sex. Become like the king of anal. If men want the kid and she wants to abort it, you're right. There's no solution for that because it's not up to him. It's her body. It's her choice. Now, if you want to talk about male parenting rights, I mean, that's a totally valid issue. That could use some spotlight on it. There's certainly a bias in custody battles um, that unfairly favor the mother. But that's for another podcast. But I hope that clears things up, dude. You seemed uh, you seemed like you were confused. And I hope you are no longer confused. Because it's pretty simple. We don't, have a rights, uh, we don't have rights during the pregnancy. Because we don't have to go through pregnancy. All right. Now this week's guest is a fellow comedian and a friend of the podcast. Friend of mine. Andrea Allen, not just a comedian. I'm not just having her on because she's a comic. Andrea and I, uh, well, we at least attempted to fuck years ago, uh, but my dick was so scared of her. 
You may remember Andrea Allen from uh, episodes 61, where she was first on the podcast, and she was also on episode 96 when I went speed dating on the show. Y'all remember that last year? Yeah, so I had her on to like listen to and critique my speed dates. That was a really fun one. You should check out those episodes 61 and 96. And uh, I asked her to come back because, you know, she's in a different place, and I just think she's fucking hilarious, and she's a good friend of mine and always fun to talk to. Andrea also hosts her own podcast. It's called the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Super fucking funny. It's actually one of the few podcasts I listen. I listen to like six podcasts. I don't got time for more than that. And the Hot Mess Comedy Hour is one of them. So uh, I'm not going to ramble on too much. But, you know, needless to say, we talk a lot about kicking dicks. I really hope you enjoy my talk with Andrea Allen. I was trying to, like, keep it... um... I was trying to sound like mature and it was like bothering you that I wasn't letting the the freak the freak out of the cage the the animal that yeah. is Andrew <laughs> Allen and I was like no I'm perfectly well balanced are you uh, comfortable in your full winter attire mm-hmm. okay do I have to take this off you don't have to it's not this is not the naked podcast you were uh, volunteering for before I even asked <laughs> don't make me sound thirsty like that i can't i can't help that uh i don't know we do a naked roast battle together mm-hmm. and i mentioned naked podcast you're like let's do it and i was like i didn't even ask but okay i don't want to fuck you i don't know why you keep keep telling yourself that Alan, okay <laughs> keep telling yourself that okay are we starting is this yeah we can it? we can start sure i don't know that's yeah that's I'll, i find a good spot to fade in ah okay i yeah. see you're you know, so technologically advanced. Hardly. I have a mm. whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, that's ghetto as fuck. Is it? Yeah. I got this for, uh, I got this and that one for 80 bucks. No, it's not the, the whiteboard. It's like oh. the terribly drawn icons. <laughs> well, I can't. Listen to me on this terrible Apple symbol or is that Google Play? Yeah. That and then weird? that's Spotify. Wow. I don't, I'm not an artist. No, clearly. God, Look, I'm, I've I don't seen get, your logos and all your branding. <laughs> I don't have a co-host. I don't have a producer. Uh, unlike you, I don't have like a team. I'm just yeah this schlub. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, some people just recognize my undeniable talent and had to rally around me. So, <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, Andrea, thanks for uh, coming back on the Man Whore Podcast. Uh, it's nice to have you here. Nice to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how's kicking dicks going for you? <laughs> kicking dicks is great. I was just writing a bit with Billy in our coffee shop working about about kicking men in the crotch and how much power and joy it gives me. <laughs> I feel like my act is slowly just morphing into me screaming about my vagina and causing physical pain to men that's exactly what meninists claim that female comedians are doing i know (laughs) i'm their worst nightmare can you imagine what's a meninist is that a male one of those guys who are just like like, guys who live in their mom's basements and like have talk about men's rights and stuff like Mm -hmm. that i imagine if i ever faced off with a guy like that it would be like the scariest thing he could ever imagine well the problem is he'll probably stay calm cool and collected and he'll just gaslight at you enough for you to I lose can't your god gaslighted you yes i can yes, i can be can. gaslighted totally so you'll, easily you'll eventually lose your shit and break out and the animal will come back out it'll uh-huh. be great <laughs> are you just teasing we were talking about how at the end of the last 
episode I did, I was so well behaved. I was mediumly well behaved for most of it. Mm -hmm. And then you said something that was just so fucking infuriating and I just lost it. I called you the F word. Um, (laughs) Do you say the F word after that uh, that Twitter feedback? No, faggot, I don't. I say whatever (laughs) I want. One of your stupid faggot fans was like, excuse me, some feminazi was tweeting at me and I was just like, block. No, thank you. I don't want any of your shit. She was not a fan of your usage of that word. No. And she's not even it was so it was some woman who was like had a rainbow flag as her Twitter picture and uh, you told me that she's like not even she's not even gay or something I, like that. I don't know. I can't I remember. Really but she, she was like a, a gay a supporter of gay rights. I'm not anti gay. Like I'm so clearly being ridiculous. Because right now you're sounding not. You're of like, course. And she was pro gay rights. No, this no, but, no, no. But like it was like you're not even gay, and everything about your identity is like supporting gay people. It's a little put on. Like just relax. And uh, guys, I'm I'm fine with her calling me that because I self identify as a faggot. Yeah, you're culturally faggy. You're not homosexual, <laughs> but you certainly are like not you're not you don't suck dicks. It's like uh it's like that Louis Yet. bit. You don't suck dicks, but you're you being a fag all the time. <laughs> well, so tell me about kicking dicks cuz uh the one thing in the bit cuz so when we were at the coffee shop date, I look over all of it, one line, one bullet point is just uh kick it my my kicking dick story. As if like every woman has a kicking dick coming of age moment. They should. It's awesome. Um, Mike, I've only kicked someone in the dick one time, and um, it was in high school. And the guy, I, I've kicked someone in the dick once, and I've backhanded slapped someone. Okay. Once, and both were like so good. How many minutes do you have on backhanding? Not yet, but I'm going to work and develop that for my next. It's going to be a partner piece. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, a companion piece. A com- uh, okay, well, there was a guy in um, high school who liked me, and I just... I had come from an all girl Before I went co-ed, I went to an all-girls school for 10 years, so I was like appropriately weird and not man-socialized. So, if someone liked me, I just didn't know. I did that like Ew, go away, you know, Cooties. just very, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand how to react or I, I, I wouldn't, I didn't even really like fathom the idea that someone could like me. Um, but this guy liked me, but he was gross and annoying. Um, and he would always be like, Andrea, 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 and like would push me and like bully me very middle school, but this was high school. And, um, I'd gotten accustomed to the sound of his annoying voice and, <laughs> Cause he was always bothering me. Okay. Just always. And he would like, he would like put his hand on my butt. Like it it was just, he was harassing me and everyone has their breaking point. And I just heard his fucking, I was standing on top of a hill and I heard his fucking Danny Cuthbert. Shout out Danny. Uh, (laughs) I heard his fucking dumb voice. I can't, I can't remember what he said, but I just sensed his presence behind me. And I was like, I just, I gotta do something to express to him that I never want him to be near me again. So I kicked him in the crotch, but I was facing away from him. So I was facing forward. He was behind me. I heard his voice. I like calculated in my mind roughly where he was in relation to me. And then I donkey kicked backwards and I got him right in the (laughs) dick. Just like so perfect. Such a perfect, like seamless 
It was like I was born to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? First shot. I wasn't even looking at him. That's crazy. You were the Neo of kicking dicks. Yes. Or like when someone attacks someone from behind in those like movies and they go like, bah, you know, where they like hit them in the face. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Kung Fu movie. Exactly. Like an old racist Kung Fu exactly. movie. Exactly. Yes. But with dicks. Um, but with dicks. <laughs> uh, and it was on top of a hill. So he he like fell to the ground like, ah, and then he rolled down the hill. <laughs> If you were a video game character in Street Fighter, your only KO. move is, is that? kicking dicks. Yes, that's all I do. Uh, does she have a fist function? No, both buttons. Yeah, it's just the D button over and over mm-hmm. and over you again. You ever been to like an arcade? It's just a joystick and two buttons. Both buttons kicking dicks. Yes, that's Nothing all. Nothing else. I could just be in a can-can army where I just kick <laughs> dicks everywhere. And I would win the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. He rolled to the ground. He lost his breath. He, it was like a... I, when you get kicked in the dick, I've been told, it's extremely painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it feel like you lose your wind? Is it that level? It's it's a lot. It's been a while. Yeah. As I cover. <laughs> uh, let's not test it now. Uh-huh. It's painful. There's a lot of emotions. I just put on like a blindfold. You feel like shit's slam. been like. You just feel like you're being fisted and you don't have a hole there, but like you're being fisted and then just whatever's up there is just being pulled down. Like imagine someone reached into your cooch and like grabbed your your tubes yeah. and then just yanked. My tubes? Your tubes. My what tubes, Billy? Your fallopian tubes. I had to think about it for a moment. Um, <laughs> I think the only equal, from what I understand, the only equal pain punching wise on a female body is being punched in the boob is see hurts. i don't i still don't understand how that's as painful as women say it is it's so uh i don't how know how is it different from being punched in the arm they're way more sensitive think about how think about when you like are sucking on a girl's nip and she's like freaking out it's a erogenous zone right but like i've got my nipples are an erogenous zone as but well but not in the same way though it's extreme. It feels like if someone, if you punch, I've also punched someone in the tip before. Um, as a, as of hi, I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, of course. Yes, it's just child's play. But I I elbowed someone in the boob actually, and they like lost their breath. It feels, it's so painful. It feels like you're gonna vomit. Like the noise to go with the pain is like, Ugh! like you're gonna vomit or you've lost you've lost the ability to breathe. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, that's how it feels. It's so, it's like, oh, I don't even want to think about it. Even like the idea of someone punching me in the boob, I'm like feeling the phantom pain already. Um, So maybe that's. When I imagine like, you know, I I would like to spend a day in a woman's body, um, preferably still with my rights, but in your body. Sure. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Ideal situation. You don't want our shitty rights. Yeah. Like ideal situation. I still get what I want, but. I'd lay, if I want to experience a woman's body for a day, mm-hmm. I feel like no guy's ever thinking like we're thinking to protect the coochie area. We're thinking that hurts too. we never imagine like, oh, I should watch out for the boob punches. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would ever think of that. Yeah. Because you've never been punching the boob. No. I the um God, what was I thinking? Um the the uh getting hit in the crotch also hurts. Um I was but not as much as the boot, but I was on a dock when I was in high school, again, in high school. And uh, I got onto one of those um, 
what are the things that hold the dock uh, in the water? Like they're the long, tall a, a wooden post? thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a post, but yeah. I'm sure there's a fancy term for it. Sure, there's some like nautical term. But I was I was like fucking around, sort of like shimmying around the post, and they have those big square pieces of metal that hold them in place. And I slipped, and I tried to like grab. It was a double. I tried to grab the post to not fall, but in doing that, I scratched my tit. Oh no! And st- like all, I like like went down the post, and then I landed on the metal rod thing, like crotch directly on rod. This just sounds like a hilarious movie. It was. It was. It was, like it was so funny to everybody who saw it right. but it was extreme and then i fell into the water and my top came off because i had like tried <laughs> this re- to- you sure it's not a movie it, it, no this is my life remember this scene and write it no, well <laughs> i mean it, it was hilarious after like five years later but Melissa I- mccarthy in this scene yeah <laughs> yeah it was like some ridiculous prop like someone needed to come in with like a horn like wah, wah. <laughs> um and then i came to the surface and was like desperately looking for my bathing suit top but i remember the pain of landing on the post was like deep pain right yeah i know i've never done you asked me before when we were at the coffee shop if i ever kicked someone in the dick and i don't think i have Mm -hmm. i've kicked a woman in the crotch before on purpose yeah i was like why because i was eight or seven? Sure. You want to know what it is like? I, I wanted, feel like. Well, I was, I was. It was soccer practice. And I was mad, and her name was Stacy, and I had a huge crush on her too. Right. It's always like crush related. Yeah. The and genitalia I, kicking. And she starts crying, and but everyone left. Like it was basically just us there. Mm-hmm. So she started crying. I said, "Oh no, no," because no, I realized I would get in trouble. So I said, "No, kick me in the crotch. It's fine. <laughs> we'll make it even. We'll call yeah. it. Let's make a deal. Don't tell Did your mom." Did you end up fucking her? Or? No, no. She was uh She's the first person I had a crush on and the first of many rejections. Oh, that's <laughs> so sorry for you, Stacy. Stacy V. Did you, were you wearing cleats? Yeah, but I mean, it's the top part of the cleats. Sure, so I'm know. not, you know. You could go back and rake it though. You could kick it and then come back with the back end of the cleat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to commit to it. <laughs> really commit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you warn her or uh, not? Obviously not. But like, I think she said something and I was just mad. Sure. And, and you're like, yeah. I was like, violence is the answer. You want to just see, you know, you want to just see what it's like, what that <laughs> it's about. Uh, what's so? What's the current dating situation for you? I am fucking a few different men. Um, nothing serious. Well, okay, one of them, one of them is a comedian, mm-hmm. and it's just very questionable decision. I know, right? Like, oh god. I mean, it's just there, and I'm like, I get tired of. I don't want to go to the dating. You're describing app. Dick the way I describe Rite Aid. Yeah, I snacks. know. I'm like, oh, fucking, okay. I'll go get one of them. Yeah, but like, of all the comics, like, I'm not gonna say who, but Jesus, like, I this guy's cool. I think this guy's awesome. Okay, fuck you. You're just jealous. So jealous. Because <laughs> we're not together anymore. <laughs> oh boy, there it is. Oh, the power couple that you wished we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I tried. I tried. I was like, uh, you tried too. That was like real. Those were like real dates. I hadn't been on real dates like that in a long time. At that moment in time in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, us. Yeah, you took me to a fucking picnic. I know. And then I realized your personality was awful, and I was like, I gotta <laughs> keep this guy around, but only sleep with him. You know, I, how do I maneuver this so that we never date? 
Um, it started off as like, oh, maybe we could date. Oh, no, we can't. Okay, maybe we could just fuck. Oh, we, he, oh, we he can't, can't even do that. So, <laughs> God. Maybe we can be friends. Okay, maybe, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that is the genesis of our relationship. And now it's just like we're friends and I am open, Don't know why. openly rude to you <laughs> constantly. Yeah, that's fine. I won the roast battle. At the end of the day. Let's not talk about that. Awful. Oh. Um, <laughs> no one needs to talk about that. We don't need to talk about the naked roast battle that oh, I That won. I bombed. It's the one of the worst moments of my life. Bombing naked? Bombing naked against you. <laughs> yeah. Is probably... It's the trifecta of humiliation. Um, and also in front of like a billion people. Michael Che was there. Fun. Casual. Whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I've done the naked comedy show like a dozen times. Not- yeah. Right. And uh, I think the second time I did it, I was in college and I bombed. And forever, I set that as a benchmark of like, no matter what happens, it's okay because it's not as bad as bombing naked. And then we realize it can be worse because it could be while someone's insulting you. Sure. Yeah. Well, you're whispering about Sam Kinison coming out of my vagina. That was advised, I guess. 200 people. It was so I thought it was going to be. It was one of those moments. I thought that was going to hit. Could I take it if I could take it back? (laughs) You would not do the battle? Oh, yeah. Although, you don't know, no, it would, uh, whatever. Like, it, it felt like shit, but sometimes you just need to have your self-esteem, you know, floored. <laughs> Napalmed. I didn't eat carbs for six days. I kind of oh feel God. you. Oh, my God. You were so annoying. Afterwards, you're like, I look skinny. I'm like, I just experienced... Whatever. <laughs> yes, you look skinny. Congratulations, Billy. Um Okay, so I'm fucking one comic, but it's very touch and go. I don't see him that often. I like him as a person very much, um, but he um, can be a little ghosty, so I'm not. um, So I just kind of like take it as it goes. You know what I mean? It's not a very um, consistent thing, which is fine. Um, The Italian. Yeah, the Italian. Uh, The Italian I met at a karaoke night i went to a karaoke night with two other friends and this like gorgeous gothy looking mm, sumptuous uh tattoos dark hair just totally my jams um guy walks in and i'm just like who the fuck is that and he keeps he was friends with the guy who was running the karaoke so he was kind of like hanging in the booth or whatever mm. and i was hanging with my friends i didn't want to like go over to the booth and be like what's that because like i'm with my friends he's with his friends i i, I was just like i fucking the shit out of him and like kind of you know what 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 goes into like a, a good eye fucking um well I like to have them. The, what's important is that you that they know that you're looking at them, like mm. that it's not an accidental. You have to make the intent behind the look clear. So, like, I would I would look at him, and he was looking away, and then he would catch me looking at him, and instead of like darting my eyes away, you, you sustain, like, and then go like, "What's up?" Yeah, <laughs> I am looking at you. That's right, and then you look away, but you got to hold it. Um, and then once I did that, I would like look over and I would see him looking at me and I'd be like, Oh, it's on. And then someone, there was like a drunk guy kind of doing something ridiculous. And I would look at him and then like, look at the guy and be like, I would do something like this fucking guy. What just to just nonverbal, like 
I'm trying to communicate with you. I'm obviously interested in furthering whatever this is, but not. I'm not going to go up to him and be like, hey, because I don't know him. And he's with his friends. I'm with my friends. So I was also wearing a crop top that said vegetarian on it uh, that I love. And what's a, what's a vegetarian? I don't know. A pussy eater. Okay. Like one of your faggy fans or whatever. <laughs> you know, those Twitter trolls. Um, who, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she hasn't even eaten a box. She's not even gay. I've eaten more pussy than her. And I'm the gay antichrist. I'm out there eating ladies boxes. And what are you doing? Putting a profile picture up with a rainbow on. Oh my God. I don't like to use the F word. It's a word. <laughs> I love the anger. Anyways, <laughs> I have to stop using that word because it's offensive, but I just, I, I like it so much. I love, I, uh, anyways, I, I got, it's cut, it says vegetarian <laughs> queer nation on the shirt. I cut it into a crop top and I was wearing it. At, later, he told me, because we talked, he was like, I thought you were a lesbian. and Because uh, it said so. Because it says I eat box. <laughs> um. And he was like, I, I didn't want to go up to talk to you because I thought that you would be like offended by a man talking to you. He was also like, you're so beautiful. I didn't know how to approach you. Very intimidating. Gorgeous. Very Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so he's not like a guy whose grandparents were from. He's right. Like from he's Italy. There, yeah. He's Italian. Um, English is second language for sure. Uh so the night continues on. I had a lot of fun. I was just kind of like looking at him and I wasn't thinking much about it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to write my number down on a piece of paper and give it to him. See what happens. I do this all the time. It, I mean, it doesn't always work, but it works more often than you would think. Um, and so I go up to him. He's down in like the main area now uh, with his friends. And I go up to him and I, he's writing something down. I thought he was writing like his karaoke song or whatever. Um, and I, like give him the number and kind of like i'm like okay bye and then <laughs> smooth yeah smooth so smooth here it is and then he's like stop hold on and he's smiling and he puts a piece of paper in my hand and i'm like oh my god is he giving me like the number back like is oh. he being like no thank you <laughs> so embarrassed so i'm like oh thanks and then i run out and uh, I see that he had written his number down too. Like we'd mutually been like, "What's up?" Yeah. Uh, it was something like there was like a cute. Like, it was like a quote, like something very like your your eyes. He's very into the eyes. Okay. Uh, they're so blue. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so then we just started texting from there. And you guys finally met up. Yeah, we've met up a okay. few times now. Um, and it's good. It's like. He's just extremely romantic, which I'm sure most women wouldn't complain about. It's just like it's hard to like react. I'm not used to a man being like, "You're so beautiful," and like stroking my hair and like, right. looking directly at me for long periods. It just seem it seems corny to me. You're used to them what cowering in fear? No, fuck off. Just I don't know. I'm I'm more. I like to joke around with people that I'm dating. I'm like, yeah. very candid old school Italian romance is just like not something that sure. I am used to. It's to me, it seems cheesy, like pickup artisty, but I, it's not though like American men or Canadian men or whatever, North American men for the most part, 
the male female dynamic that I've had is kind of like I don't know casual is that the word I'm looking for are you romantic with your girlfriend? Do you say cheese ball shit like this? Yeah. Who, who, look who you're talking to. Yeah, that's true. You're so not I'm, the person to be asking. I mean, if you ask Paige, she'll probably say, like, I don't say things enough. And I also did, like, put off the L word for Just forever. Just to hold the power dynamic because you're a bitch. I didn't do it on purpose. I yeah, mean, look, I wanted to Paige. make sure that I meant he did. it. He did. He's a bitch. <laughs> you're trying to get me to fight with your number one fan? I, yeah, it's, 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 that's a, she deserves better <laughs> than your fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I get such a kick that she. So Paige is a huge fan of Andrea's show, mm, uh, the Hot I Mess Comedy Hour. Yeah, shout out, thank you. Big fan of the show myself, and uh, I've been on there twice. I was good on it once, and you were good both times. Once for your amusement, and once for my. Oh amusement. God. I yeah. felt so embarrassed by that one. Uh, oh, but, so good. So Paige checked that one when I was on it recently and then just fucking fell in love with it mm-hmm. to the point that she wrote a review. Yeah, baby. You read it on air and then she just texted me. She's like, I, I'm so embarrassed. Why? I, I loved it. She, she said uh, it made me feel like a psycho when she read it. I was like. <laughs> she like when you know when she reads my words back to me sure from maybe crazy. a third person perspective it seems a little intense but fucking that's an itunes review yeah whatever which by I, the way y'all should be writing itunes reviews okay do it it helps it does help it's very nice it makes us do. feel worthwhile i loved it i i fucking loved the review me and emily loved it she has nothing to be embarrassed i want more reviews like that mm-hmm. I want more reviews trying to help you with your kink life sure yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> god I, I don't know i guess it's just like I think everyone's a piece of hot garbage. And so when someone comes at me with romance so early out the gate, right. I'm like, what are you trying to what are you trying to prove? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm like, I you he'll be like, I like you. And I'll and I which is very nice. And I like him too. I like talking to him. I like spending time with him. I like fucking the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Or having him fuck the shit out of me, whatever. But it's, I'm like, you don't know me well enough. Does that seem weird? Um, no, I just, I just think it seems typical. It's just a thing people do. I don't like to go too heavy on the romance up top. Like I like to be impressive, but I don't want to get like too mushy gushy because it looks like I'm reckless with my emotions. Yeah, like it's, it's like. I'm not like I'm I'm very likable, believe me. I'm a bundle of oh, really? fucking joy. <laughs> no, I just I just think do you like me or do you like having sex with me and think I'm attractive and, and think, think that, that I, you think I need to be it. like yeah. tricked. Yeah, exactly. Cuz you can just be like, "Look, I'm into this. You don't have to You don't pretend. need to fucking like yeah. serenade me by the moonlight. I don't, it's, I'm making now, is it, it seem Now, which do you think is. is worse? Him pretending to be romantic because he thinks that's what you want or him not knowing anything about you actually wanting to serenade you. The first one's worse because you're a shithead and you think I'm dumb. Like I I need, I just need like babble. Mm. Um, the second one isn't bad. It's just, that's not my typical trajectory. I don't go balls deep into baby talk early on do you ever get into baby talk yeah no nah, not nah. baby talk but like i don't know i'll soften up i'll you, you I, I, up? I i will soften what up. is a softened up Andrea? you don't um i don't know um 
we don't you don't have to say the who but like the the uh, the comic you had like a longer thing with a while back were you like mushy gushy with him um i'm only picking him because it was a long it was a uh, significantly long taylor thing. oh you can just say it okay <laughs> sure, yeah sure taylor um <laughs> um with taylor it was more of a sex thing than anything um yeah it was a pretty like animalistic sexual relationship um uh like what does it take for you to to say i love you to someone i have to love them yeah no shit (laughs) uh what does it take um i don't know i've only i've only ever told one person that i love them and there's been one other person that i was in love with who didn't love me back who i like was with for on and off for like t- upwards of two years. Um, but I knew that he didn't love me back. So I didn't say it because I knew the, it would end it. Um, mm-hmm. The guy that I loved, it's also the guy that I loved. I was like 19 when we met. So I was like naive enough to, to just be like, I love you. Nothing bad could happen. <laughs> and now, um I don't I don't know. I haven't I've certainly really liked someone. Um I have to tr- I guess trust I have to trust and be able to be myself with someone 100% for me to go there. Mm-hmm. Um and I haven't really had that. I've gotten close. Uh, I yeah. I don't know. But until then, it's just come gargling Andrea. No. Well, I, yeah. I like dick kicking Andrea <laughs> until then. The thing is, like, the people that like me like that I'm, like, brash. And you can't – people don't <laughs> – I'm a acquired taste. An acquired <laughs> – So if you're into – It's an acquired taste that gets shoved down your throat. <laughs> sure. So I don't, like – that's another thing about – um about this the italian guy um is that i am he was like can i see your stand up and i'm like oh um i'm not entirely sure that if he knew everything about me he would still be interested i think that he sees me as this like dainty (laughs) i know dude i know how old is this guy he's 30 he knows i'm like he's like you're he's like you're very sarcastic he gets he gets it um he doesn't get the darkness yeah sure not i'm not quite yet yeah um i don't know it's like it's hard to expose yourself to people um and i don't do it often probably of crippling fear of rejection Mm. um as most people (laughs) yep or people yeah also being like a loud aggressive female it's hard to find people who like that Mm. um and who can like i also i for a a partner for to be like someone i am seriously considering or really like i they need to be on the same level of humor as me. Yeah. Like I can just say 
batshit crazy, really dark. Problematic. Like, whoa, (laughs) stuff. And they can be like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's rare for me, too. Yeah. You know, there's a certain level of intelligence to understand that it's a joke. Some, you know, some people would be like, oh, my God, clutching my pearls. I think um, Paige kind of started like that, and I like that I've been dragging her down. You've slowly just... Yeah, I think she like she started to get it. I took her to, like, Fight Club. Uh, right. I took her to my first battle was against Engelbert. Oh, God. It was God. my first battle. Uh, I met her that day. Oh, uh, Paige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So hey, that, was my, uh, that was my first roast bout against someone I used to fuck. It was a brutal, really rough mm-hmm. fight. And, you know, we had been seeing each other a few months at that point. So I'm like, hey, this is like my world. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't say like all the worst words, quote unquote, but like everyone else on all the other fights were. Sure. I'm like, look, you got to be okay that this is a thing. These are the shady characters that these I the, spend. These are the people I like. Yeah. This is the type of humor I enjoy. I'm going to I say these things to you in private as well. Sure. So you're just going to have to get used to that or maybe this. But I like that she's like, and she seems to genuinely enjoy shit now. You know? Yeah. I think what it is is that I don't think, I mean, with the Italian, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not, I'm really not like, where is this going? Because right now I'm just like swimming in an ocean of dicks and being like, whatever, <laughs> whatever happens. That's my current status. I'm not like looking for love. Uh, I'm, I'm swimming in an ocean of I'm dicks. I'm just swimming in an ocean of dicks. That should be a Facebook relationship status. Yeah. And just like whatever dick hits me, I'm like, oh, what are, what are you about? Um, <laughs> You know, let's let's watch Netflix or whatever. Um, but uh, he seems it's also that he English is his second language. So some of the nuances of humor are very nuances of humor are hard to pick up if English is your first language. Uh-huh. But if it's your second, it's uh, we're very comfortable around one another. But maybe I'm just I'm very slow to break people into what I'm about he was like can i see your shows and i was like dude and then he was like i like you for you i want to see you doing what you love i'm like i don't know if you're quite you don't really want to ready for the i mean you one day but i gotta try i I told him like i have to know you more to see if that's an area that you're allowed to go into slash can handle right um so who fucking knows? I don't know. Everything will end in trash, but like, just we'll just see. It's just when or how, you know. Okay, that's my view. But would you like to be back in like a like? Would you like to have a serious boyfriend again? Is that? That's the thing. I don't. I don't think that you can be like. I would like a serious boyfriend. And it's not. I think it's it's not good to like go on a mission for things. Sure, but you can know like what you're open to, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, like similarly. So I knew that I was not going to be able to handle like a polyamorous situation with Paige where we're seeking, we're getting into like other romantic relationships Mm -hmm. outside of ours Mm -hmm. during a time period when I was about to quit my day job. So I told her when it kind of came up in the summer, I said, hey, I'm leaving my job in the fall Mm -hmm. and I need to get settled. I don't want to have to have all that other like, like worry mental about and emotional yeah like sure. energy sure. so i was like let's table that discussion for later just like some people are like i in generally i like having a boyfriend or a girlfriend but maybe right now i'm in a place where that's not gonna happen but mm-hmm. or people say that also about casual sex they go like i just don't really want to sure i don't know yeah i i mean i could see 
I could see the value in having a partner that uh, maybe an open, uh, maybe a relationship where we can hook up with other people, mm. uh, but it's like very responsibly discussed. I don't want to be in a polyamorous where like you can just date other people and I'll date you, but we'll be like, I just don't, I don't want that. Um, but you be- could do like a non-monogamous relationship. I could do a non-monogamous if if you were just allowed to fuck other people. Sure. And that was the line. Yeah. Um, but I could also do monogamous, but, um, or I could also, like what I'm doing right now, just be hooking up with a see few a different dicks. people as see a dicks and just like swim, you know, just back stroking <laughs> through a see a dick. The problem is like any any the only way I'll ever get into a serious situation with someone is if I think that they're fucking hilarious and awesome and we have a really great connection. Um, Hello? Yeah, I know. We're so... We're so... (laughs) Paige, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know you guys are in love, but me and Billy are completely incompatible and we're gonna get married. That'd be so gross. Um, Yeah, and... When you do connect with someone and then you go back into dating and you realize how how many people you just don't connect with at all. Like, I'm not going to force myself to, I want a boyfriend, so I'll make all these concessions about what type of partner I'll have and I'll just date want someone to be with someone. Like, I refuse to do that because mm. it's a waste of time. So, if someone cool comes along, sure. Sure. But... I don't like I'm not I'm also in the same situation as you. I'm like I'm I don't have a day job. I'm trying to do stand up full time and like this is a pretty serious like moment for me uh to c- commit to a crazy career like yeah. this to this level. It's fucking insane and there's no guarantee it'll work out. So do I need to be worrying about someone not texting me back at the same time? Probably not. Right. Like I don't really want to I don't want to go through a breakup. I don't want to have emotional baggage. I don't want to deal with that shit unless I meet someone that's really great. And we'll see. That, like all the, that emotional energy uh, or that emotional bandwidth. Like I'm all, you know, you're already worried about like, did that booker like me? Is that, is that person sure. going to book me on that show that I contacted? Mm-hmm. You don't need to also deal with a bunch of other shit. Sure. What's you know? going on with that? Are they with someone? Do they like? What set list should I do for them? Are they going to like my cum gargling yeah. joke? Or should I do the dick kicks? I mean, do I do Weight Watcher an- stuff? Do I be clean or not clean? I mean, this is, I don't know. It's, it can be stressful. And that's the, that's a good word yeah. for it. Emotional bandwidth. It's like, we have so little, we have so a finite amount of energy and time in our lives. So spending it wisely, especially as I get older, older. as a more mature, more woman. refined, a much more refined <laughs> mm. tall glass of Merlot. Um, I don't know why I said that. Um, uh, I do realize the value of just like, if something has clear flaws outright, just like walk away from it immediately. I think as a, when I was dating as a younger person um i would make a lot of like concessions to be like oh but you know there's xyz but he's still like really cute Mm. it's like well xyz will suit one day become a deal breaker so end it now 
instead of belaboring this like disillusioned situation where you think you're going to be together. Yeah. You know, another thing that takes up a lot of emotional bandwidth is dealing with your, your friends relationships. Mm-hmm. Like how much, how much shit does, you know, like whether Emily or like even just the amount of shit I put on you and uh, with Paige over the last like year. I know. Right? Like exhausting, which is awkward to say because I know she's listening. So I don't know why I brought that up. But it's, yeah, he uh, hates you, Paige. He's been <laughs> trying to break up with you for a year. <laughs> but like, no, but like you have to deal with other people's stuff, too. I don't know. Sure. You have to deal with you have to you have to decide how much emotional energy you're going to put towards your friendships and which friendships and even it, it's gross to say but in comedy some every friendship has like a level of Value. like yeah of like what yeah. can you do for me which is gross and creepy i don't i don't view that like with my very closest friends in comedies i don't view them as a resource but the ones who like who am i going to hang out with you know sure yeah. it's all strategic and disgusting um but so uh, yeah, there's a certain amount of energy that you'll give your family. There's a certain amount of energy that you'll give your career. Like it's all, and you'll wear yourself out with stupid shit if you don't, if you're not like strong or smart enough to just cut it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if I, with the Italian, we'll see uh, if it was just a casual sex thing, that might be kind of nice, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know if he's DTF for that. Is he one of those guys who does he seem like a guy who uh, a woman who does casual sex is a whore to him? Maybe a little bit. Cuz I feel like Italy might have that type of old It's old school seeming. Like yeah. uh yeah. I yes. I think like that the old sexist double standard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like well that's why I kind of was like I don't know if I want you to see my shows until I can suss out like what type of guy you are. Because right now I'm trying to like read your body language and the things you're saying to me and also understand like he speaks English obviously, but like <laughs> he's broken English sometimes. So I'm like trying to sort of sort through that. Um and but but I'm like if you're that guy fuck no am i first of all we're breaking up number yeah. one but but also like i'm not going to invite you to my show until i know that you're not that type of person um who's gonna see me talking about like also it's like uh, there's so much old material about me being promiscuous <laughs> old material you know that i wrote two weeks ago no, about last month no no i know i mean it's just I guess that's also an advantage, uh, an advantage of me, f- of hooking up with comics because they see me on stage. Like we know, there's no, We're yeah, aware. everyone knows. We're very, everyone's aware <laughs> of Andrew's. the Andrea Allen problem. <laughs> uh, so, we all know you peed on a guy, you know. Sure, everyone knows. So it's like it's like if someone is talking to me, they've already seen all that and are like green light, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's the benefit of having a, a public persona. I think anytime with dating or meeting people on the sure. internet, whatever. I mean, like you they can Google, like download your personality. Basically, it's kind of yeah. weird, right? It's creepy. Yeah. Like, have you have you ever gone on a date with someone from like a Tinder and they had already listened to your podcast? No, but Emily was on a dating app uh, a few days ago, and some guy was like, "Oh, I'm already a listener of your show." Like, yeah. <laughs> How awesome! That's better than even getting hooking up and getting good sex out of it. That's, it's all that's satisfaction. Fine. I'm so done. I'm like I, 
came emotionally. Uh huh. You get that pod boner. Oh, that any so gender can good. get. Mm. <laughs> And I've yeah. told you like so a, a couple times, like I've gotten texts from people I have slept with or currently sleep with, and they go on a Tinder date, and the person brings up the show. They're like, um, "Oh yeah, I listen to this thing called the Manor Podcast." They're like, "Oh, I know of it." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, so fucking good, so fucking so awesome, fucking oh, yeah." Well, <laughs> everyone, bring up the podcast you listen to please. on dates. Oh, please give us. You a never sense. know who's connected to who. A sense of purpose in this life. So the one, one of the people, it's a chick I sleep with now. She goes on a date, and he's he's like, uh, "You didn't sleep with the man whore guy, though, right?" And she's like, "Oh no, 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 no why? Not <laughs> at so, all. Yes, absolutely." Um, well, yeah. It's also to I want the public persona is an exaggerated version of me. It's for comedic effect. Um, there but we is- all want to know: is the co exaggerated or is that you? Huh? But we all want to know is the coat is that exaggerated? Oh, the coat's me, baby. I love <laughs> big coats. But it's the thing is, if they see that that public ridiculous, like it is me, but it is an exaggeration. Obviously, that would be insane. Um, but we know people who are insane, like sure, that, exactly. So. so I'm like, I don't. If you can't separate those two, then I don't. Then I probably shouldn't be seeing you. But if you can, or maybe it'll take some time for you to know me better. So when you see that, you know, like, okay, but that's like, that's this girl that I sleep with. Who's really sweet. I am a nice person, despite all of the, uh, insaneness that flies on my face. I am a pretty caring partner and I'm, I'm pretty empathetic. Um, so I, I want someone to see that first before they see the animal. Because, so how do you mitigate that? Because do you have like app stuff from time to time? You have like a Tinder sometimes you do? Yeah, I'm not on the apps right sure, now. Sure, but you go through waves, but like you have sure. them, you've had them. I have, yeah. And How I've, do you like mitigate that? Do you hide? Do you say it up front in the bio? I'll say, I'm not going to bring my podcast in a dating app, but when I first meet someone, I will tell them I'm a comedian and... Uh, there usually will be like a, can I come to your show? And then I will be like, no, not yet. Right. Um, and if the podcast comes up, I, I can't stop them from listening to it. Um, the only thing I'll say is like, this is a little, it's very Howard Stern. <laughs> that's how I, that's my line. Okay. To make them understand. Um, so you don't, you don't like warn them. You just try to maybe set a tone i'll warn i'll warn about okay. the podcast if it comes up i'll be like listen to it but just know that well that's the thing it's like okay you can listen to it but now you have access to everything about me it's it's very imbalanced sure and i don't have so if so i'll i'll i can't stop them from listening to, and of course they're gonna listen to it sure. if you me if you're fucking someone new and there's like a a, a million database? Yeah, yeah database about every of course you're gonna want to see it but i just have to let them know disclose beforehand that like I would prefer you didn't or just know that it's this and it's exaggerated for comedic effect and um if they listen to it and are freaked out then you know what then maybe it's like it wasn't meant yeah exactly and that's why I just put it straight up in there the first line in my tinder bio is like 
I have a sex podcast, like more of a, not less of a brag, more of a like warning. Yeah. Just to be like a disclaimer. Sure. Just be like, look, I got a thing. If you search man whore, I show up. So that's a thing you need to know about me. Sure. And it's your just, yeah, yours is more, yours is more, uh, like (laughs) outright sexual too. There's Mm. a lot about your sexual history on there. Mine is, you can, well, yours is too, but you like can you find wouldn't my know sexual from history, the, you wouldn't but, know from the title. No, exactly. Yeah. And you would you'd have to listen to a lot of the pod, my podcast to like piece together my full sexual <laughs> history. <laughs> Your deviance. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can find it. Um, I can't hide. I can't say it's the man or podcast. It's about my my love of ceramics. Sure. <laughs> I can't. What if you just switch your to, podcast to like, be like pottery? <laughs> I know what a knit. I can uh, just start doing that. <laughs> this week in vases with Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Keep the keep the same feed. Change the title, of the artwork, <laughs> so all the same people are subscribed. <laughs> but all of a sudden, they're like, what the fuck is this? This vase this, thing, like basket weaving. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be funny. You but they're sh- like, I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. Hey, let's see Billy's hot take on crafts. <laughs> no, no, real talk. I just, um, I got a Facebook message today from someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was trying to find the fan page. Sometimes people will like friend me on, do you accept friend requests from people who listen to the podcast? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. I, I've been trying to separate and, and funnel them to the fan page. Ooh. Uh, I think, well, I I accept friend requests with my if, – if you look like a bot, I'm not going to accept you. And if we have like less than 10 mutual friends, I won't accept you because you're but, but probably But if it's just fake. a listener of the show, I mean – But I don't – how do I know though? I so I accept – Oh, you just – you don't even message. See, if I don't know yeah. someone, I, I message and say, hey, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, do we know each other? And they're like, yeah, I'm a comic. I met you at this thing. I'm like, cool. Or if they're like, I listen to the show – then you know I, yeah i don't i don't put that much effort into it i just right. accept and then once you put your fucking spam on my wall then i block you okay. or whatever well um, i i got i messaged someone say hey i'm sorry do we know each other it turns out she listens to the show so like, okay cool here's the page she's like great i just found it i, re- I really like it i'm like so how'd you find it she said uh I, you know i was searching for like arts and crafts podcast ah! not even fucking kidding how did you get cut in that crossover i have no idea she i Yes, she said crafts, art stuff, and then somehow I showed up. (laughs) And it might have been like maybe an episode title, like maybe one episode showed up. Sure. And it was like... Kind of ride that algorithm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's the guy get the SEO. He got uh, buzzwords in the title. Oh, God. And uh, and so she found me from arts and crafts searches. But she's like, oh, no, I listen. I really like that. She's a fun, slutty arts and crafts. Yeah, yeah. She makes her own condoms. Arts, crafts, and fucking yeah um <laughs> i only use condoms i buy on etsy uh that would be very expensive oh yeah the italian also tried to fuck me without a condom first time, and i was like nah and he was like oh what the pizza ball and I was <laughs> like, seriously <laughs> put a fucking condom on he tried to just go like oh i mean to understand i don't know but the cultural difference a raw dog in italy god i hope he doesn't hear this that's another thing it's like now there's stuff like this out that's another thing about now. Try having being in a committed relationship and knowing that this is there too. I don't know which I don't know which episodes Paige listens to. Oh well, okay. How about this? When we were like first fucking around, I remember I was walking over to your place, listening to your podcast. Wait, were we? Did I have the podcast when we were fucking? Yes. Okay. 
yes, you had it and you had an episode. You're like, I really like this girl, right. but oh, sexually speaking, where it's a little like, a and I walk a walk and I'm walking down the street li- about to meet you being like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm glad to know that. <laughs> I think that was the, was that the, was that the second date, the picnic date? No, it no, was okay. after that. Because you, I do remember, I think you texted me when you were on the way over to that, and I just put out the, I, I did a porno episode. Sure, yeah, no, it was and after you that. Said, so I heard your thing with your porno. Sure, and like, I didn't care, but yeah. but the when I was like, that's another thing too. When, when Like, what if the guy, the comic you were talking about earlier, what if he listens to this, which sure. he won't, but like, what if he did? Yeah. And you know, there's that. Yeah, I don't How know. do you handle it? Do you do you, do you talk about it? Do you bring it up? Wait, you... No, I mean with the comic, do I don't. You say this. Oh, it was art. It's fine. <laughs> sure, right. It's all art. It's all based off of <laughs> other people's experiences of having sex with Italians that right. you met at a karaoke bar. Um, the comic listens to. I mean, the comic knows that, that he. I I have nothing but good things to say about the comic. It's just not. I don't see him very often. So like you sure. know what can what else can I say about it? Um, I think he's great. Um. He, uh, I think he came over and he went to like grab condoms and I had like magnums at the ready. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, the magnums. Um, only the gold standard. Um, and uh, and I like whipped them out and he was like, "Oh, that was fast." He's like, "Are you fucking?" And I was, and then I kind of was like, "Oh," and he was like, "Of course you are." So I'm like, if he says that, he obviously, and if he wanted to have a conversation about where we stand which i can't imagine he would because mm. he seems to already know um because he listens to all the podcasts you do no, there you go well yeah exactly maybe well, he's so he, into you he, he tracks every podcast you do no there's not a fucking <laughs> chance he's a comic but if he wants to have that conversation then he should initiate it but i don't see him doing that sure sure i i, I would imagine if he listened to this and didn't like hearing about me and somebody else who knows but yeah, that's another thing when you have such a public life is that everybody can know what you're up to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. It's just a thing to tackle. Uh, both people you know, knowing stuff, you know, whether it's like my dad's friends ratting me out to my dad and he calls and say, Billy, did you do a porno? Yeah. Or if it's like a, a new Tinder date and or like, you know, and we match and then she starts to look through the stuff and realizes, ooh, what's that? Which it's, I put in the profile because I don't want it to come up on the date sure. and I have to say the word man whore in a coffee shop <laughs> and possibly just get straight oh, up rejected. Gross. If you were like, if I met you for a date and you were like, I have a man whore, I would be well, like, I, I don't get do that. that but it's just like if she asks things that I do, sure, then, sure, sure. You know, it comes up. Yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of nice in a way because it does like smoke out the people who can't handle that kind yeah. of shit. Um, and Yeah. But it doesn't really give you the option to like live in the shadows a little bit. Well, I do get people who go like, I don't know how I feel about that, but I would like to meet you. And, Mm. you know, those are the reasonable people I would who otherwise I would have to wait maybe like, you know, I would say and then you try to get them to like you. Sure. And then you drop the bomb. Use the witchcraft to try to get them trapped. And then. (laughs) Right, right. But no, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's it's a weird thing to, especially when you are an, overt, an overtly sexual person on the internet. It's just uh, yeah, it's a game to play, especially when you're not only just trying to fuck around. Sure, you know, dating with this show was mm-hmm. always something that was confusing to me because sure. 
it puts it off like I'm just trying to fuck everyone. But I was like, no, girlfriends yeah. are nice too. Well, that's the thing too with like me doing stand up. It's like, uh, it's this monster on stage. <laughs> it, y'all should really go Google Andrea Allen comedy no, don't, on YouTube. No, don't. There's a terrible roast battle from the stand. I sound like. Okay, shit. don't watch. You did a stand roast battle? Yeah. Against who? It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but, but try to find a stand up video. It is. It's good. It's funny. It's but it's it's good. It's it's also um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a, a monster. Lot. It's a it's a big crazy fur wearing monster. <laughs> and so I love your your usual promo <laughs> image is you in the coat just screaming. Ah, ah. Um. So, uh, I want people to have the opportunity to get to know the human being. Yeah. Um, the human being behind the monster. Sure. The faggot behind the man whore. Yeah, it's so, yeah. We're, just, we're so complicated and artsy <laughs> and deep. Oh, just man. Just love me for me. This was interesting. How, so I, I don't think you've updated me recently with mm. it. Uh, so you were trying to date or, date or hook up with women for at least yeah. a period of time? I just did like a... What was that? So what was that? Tell them what that was about and then update me. On uh, the, there's what, no progress. I mean, okay. There, I went... I was like... Um, I've been curious about women for a while. I've hooked up with a few. I'm a, I, 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 contrary to your fans' beliefs, I'm very gay friendly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll eat box. Women are beautiful. I, the thing is, like, I've, I've had, I've had sexual feelings towards women before. I guess if I was to describe myself in some fucking way, I'd be like fluid, you know? You would say fluid? I guess so. I feel like you're I the... wouldn't say bisexual. No, no, I'm because... not saying it's inaccurate. I'm yeah. saying you just seem like the person who hates the term Yeah, fluid. sure, I hate it. I hate it coming out of my mouth, but <laughs> it's but it's the accurate way to sure. describe. I'm not closing doors to boxes, but I'm much more... It's, it's like 80% men and then the rest women. Sure. Um, but I've never had a relationship with a woman. I've only hooked up with them and a lot of the, the exclusively bef- was drunk and hookups. So when you do something when you're drunk, like more than once, it's usually an indicator that you're something you're curious about, but don't have the balls to do soberly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got out of a thing and I was like, I don't, oh, I just don't want to see a, a dick for a little while. Cause I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm tired. I'm tired, Billy. You're just kicking them away. I'm, ki- I'm in the ocean. The away. I'm swimming in the ocean, and I'm like, this is an never-ending nightmare. You're trying to leave the ocean of dicks and get into a sea of pussy. Sure, uh, it's yeah. soft. There's flaps that I can lay on, or whatever. Dude, I know fluids it, that I can just bask in. The orgy house I go to, like where they host the parties, they mm-hmm. have a very big. It's probably like. This huge, it's a just a giant vulva. Really? And that you can literally lay it. That's what I wanted. I was like, I can't emotionally engage with a man right now. I'm very tired. <laughs> but if there's a giant pink vagina that I could just rest in. Okay, it's time for the impersonal Patreon. Thank you, roll call people. Yes. Uh, and if you are not liking hearing this in the middle of the episode, you should like the Man Whore Podcast on Facebook because I put out a poll and said, hey, when do you prefer to hear the roll call? Beginning, middle, or end? And... Y'all seem to speak loudly. It was this is your preferred placement, and it's my preferred placement too. This is I like to pay tribute to everyone who literally pays money tributes to me on Patreon. Patreon's kind of like an uh, it's like the mix of a monthly fan club subscription mixed with Kickstarter. You pledge different uh, you pledge different amounts. You get different types of rewards, including bonus episodes, merch, and shoutouts on the Manhor podcast. 
So a big ups right now to Jennifer C, Lance S, Madeline B, Jazzo, Dave K, Jeff C, Justin C, Ramon F, Sarah S, and Sarah B. Happy birthday. Happy single dumb. Hope you're getting laid. Prickly Peach, Lawrence B, Holly F, Greg A, Andrew R, Megan S, Ed B, Anna Super Slut. Greg Y, Chris with a K, Sean N, Chris W, Toby T, Lauren M, Alex S, Emily S, Mark G, Alfredo A, Charles A, Johnny S, Kyle R, Scott G, Just Made It, Frank D, Jackie S, Rachel O, Doug R, Millie W, Michael P, Blake B, Daniele G, Stuart A, Jessica K, Heather S, Joshua L, welcome you two, Peter S, Kenzie B, Julia F, Danielle D, P, Ashley C, Jeff Z, Raphael R, Derek E, Catherine B, The Sexy Lindsay Sin, Anthony G, Ben W, Chuck G, Todd B, Zilla T, Derek N, Ben K, Alexandra Z, Canadian Kevin M, who by the way, your Prime Minister, Justin, Justin T, I call him JT, he's killing it. Brian F, TQ, Dervla, Scott B, Dylan C, CJK, Steve Dean, Daisy R, Julian D, and Jacob S. Thank you all so much for supporting independent content creators. I've uh, quit my day job for you, so I hope in turn you will uh, support me. And you too can become an official fan whore for just a dollar a month. You can alter your pledge at any time. Just go to patreon.com slash podcast. Or you can download the Patreon app and you can find me on there. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Oh, and uh, why did the sexy Lindsay Sin get a sexy in front of hers? Well, when you send me beautiful booby pictures, that's how you earn that title. Okay. Also, uh, anyone pledging $5 or more a month, y'all are going to hear an awesome bonus episode with Andrea Allen tomorrow where she answers uh, sex advice questions that some of you have asked me over the last few months. But for now, back to kicking dicks with Andrea Allen. I was under, I was operating under the impression that it would be less complicated, which is hilarious because women are <sighs> way more complicated than men. I don't know why I would ever think that. But I was also just like, hey, let's try this. I don't know. I'm a fun bitch. So I joined this all women's dating app. And what was it called? It's called Her. Her. Yep. Not so great. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I went on there just like so cocky thinking i was Ugh, gonna, I'm gonna be, get all the girls yeah i'm gonna get all the hot artsy fucking <laughs> brooklyn and uh come to find out they're not that into me you know who's into me like moms from queens just like shitty old ladies <laughs> who are so lonely what's wrong with moms from queens i don't want to fuck like cheryl from queen you know i don't know i just i what I, kind of cheryl i like certain cheryls from queens what because you're gross yeah, but, but i like I you don't like older women I, no it's not i just don't oh. <laughs> i'm just asking i'm getting caught in the net i'm not um, trying to trap you no, no no you are trying to trap me no i'm just trying to get a clarification no it's not the age it's the look and what's the look? Ugly. I don't want to <laughs> fuck ugly women. Just say it. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to fuck ugly women. I uh, There's a standard. Everyone has their bar. But uh, like, wait, I just love that Like, you won't fuck ugly women, but you'll fuck me. That seems... You don't act like you're not a halfway attractive. I was also very desperate. I also just wanted to get you to say it. Sure. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> you looked better when we had sex. I, I yeah. agree with that. So, and even then it was... A push. Mm -hmm. I was desperate. Well, now I need to wear a yarmulke when I go down on women just to 
cover up the situation. Oh, you do a bald spot? Allegedly, that's what I'm told. People make fun of me all the time for it. Oh, allegedly, I don't see it as, as if much. you haven't like put a camera up there and have been looking at it and crying. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Talk about your failed box eating with your ugly sure, chicks. baldy. Oh. Um, you should just start. You should just shave the top. So that you oh. Oh no! Hair on the sides. I got you know. I met up with someone um, in London and mm-hmm. she... a balding consultant. <laughs> Fuck off! So we we meet up for drinks and she's been listening to the show and mm-hmm. she, she's like, um, "You look." I I was expecting you to be a lot heavier the way you talk about yourself. Oh, you must have loved that. You would like call me thin again. <laughs> Whatever you have a whole battery of uh, body dysmorphia that I don't even want to touch on, but mm-hmm. no, it's not that I don't want. I mean, I don't want to fuck ugly women. Let's be clear. Right. Uh, I also have like I, I have a very particular type of man. I like like a wafy. That's why it was very surprising. I was so desperate when I hooked up. What's wafy? Like very thin. Oh, like lean, lanky. Yeah. Wiry. Yeah, like a little yeah. vampire-y fucking artsy. Uh, Vampire weekend. Sure, of, uh, more feminine-looking man. Very, I like effeminate men. Black nail polish. Yeah, Ooh. not maybe not black, but like at least maybe an accent nail and like silver. Like, like I, if like it like if Mark Reese was straight, I feel like that'd be your type. Um, no. Mark Reese is a comic we know. Sure, like not so far that way, but in that direction. Okay. Um, no offense, Mark Reese. Um, uh, he takes the dick out of mouth and he's like, "None taken." <laughs> I'm good. Uh, no, but I just I like I like I also like more kind of like, um, fucking artsy looking assholes. What can I say? Okay. You know, just. Tight pants and Doc Martens and Brooklyn shit. I eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so I wanted the same thing for a female. Okay. Um, and it was a lot of just basic bitches. Um, and then I matched with this Russian girl. This Hot. Poor, this poor girl. I've talked about her so much. And we had such <laughs> limited interactions. Right. I really hope she doesn't ever listen to any of it. Because she's really nice. She's really nice. Um, she had like she dyed her hair like gray. She used to be like a model. She's very like sort of asexual, not asexual. Um, what's the word where you don't really have a gender? Oh, um, she, oh, oh, you mean like the presenting? No, androgynous. Androgynous. Is, yeah, yeah she's, that's not like agendered as much, but like it presents in this like sure. ruby rose kind of way. Yeah, yeah, very androgynous, very like real thin and just gothy. I was just like, yes, that's what i want and that was the i I matched with her we talked i set up a meetup and then i went out of town and i was like let's meet afterwards and then um when i came back she was the only one that interested me like one right um and uh that surprises me i'm very picky oh oh no i thought you meant people interested in you Oh no! There are people who are interested in me. She was the only one that was interested in me that I was interested back. Right, right, right. Um, and um, I came back in town and I was like, "Oh, do you want to go get coffee?" And she was like, "Actually, you know, I I got into a relationship." Um, I'm like, within a few weeks. What? Lesbian. She moved in. Yeah. Yeah, lesbians just like lightning speed. Uh, so I was like, oh, great. And she's like, do you still want to be friends? And I was like, I wish I could keep, I should have kept tally this entire episode of like how many things you've said that someone's going to tweet at you for. How many generalities about gay people. How many people are going to yell at you. Awful garbage flying out of my trash mouth. Um, 
No, well, okay, yes. Lesbians tend to move faster because they're women and women are more emotionally in tune. It's not an insult. Didn't say you were wrong. I'm not wrong. Watch out that glass. It's like a known thing um, in the world of stereotypes. <laughs> uh, so she met someone else and she's like, do you want to be friends? And I was like, honestly, like, I'm good. No, like, I have, yeah, I have like five people I like and I don't, you know, I don't put a lot of, I don't need a new friend uh, to be with someone who I, the original context of our relationship was that we wanted to hook up. Like, that's just, it yeah. seems weird. It's very nice. Um, if you had more time, you know, if you yeah, didn't have, exactly. if your hobby, if your hobbies wasn't your career, you know, then, then maybe, then yeah, but, but I was like, who's got time for that? Yeah. I was like, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Like you seem great, but I just, I'm not interested in that. And then she left and I was like, all right, whatever. My one lesbian left me in the dust. So are you still trying? Uh, well, she came back. Oh, right, right, right. So right. like a few months later, she's like, hey, do you want to grab coffee? I'm like, oh, whose fucking relationship didn't work out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, back for more. And did you? Nope. Why? Because the day that we were supposed to get a coffee date, I was in bed having sex with a man all day and I was too tired to go meet her <laughs> oh you're so terrible i know i texted her the morning out being like i'm not feeling well <laughs> it was such a blatant blow here's the thing uh, it was a blatant blow off and i did feel bad however you blew me off and like we clearly didn't really have enough chemistry in the first place mm-hmm. um and i was interested in this other person and i was fucking tired i fucked for like 12 i i i fucked from like 330 italian yeah we fucked for like 10 hours it was endless fucking i can do 5 yeah like it was, not, took, obviously not straight we through took but a like, nap break and then yeah it was insane um it was a lot of fun but i'm like i'm not going to go meet i i yeah. look with like a, like ratchet fuck hair i'm not gonna go meet some lovely woman for coffee 10 hours i can't even even not fucking like mm-hmm. if i go to a play party mm-hmm. i can't even be there for 10 hours like sure. i can't even i don't even have the energy to not fuck the whole time and yeah we like we like <laughs> went we went on a, we met at the we met up at the karaoke place we met at the origin um <laughs> we stayed out till like 3 30 and we're like making out and being assholes in front of her. i haven't made out with someone in public like that in a while it's mm-hmm. very weird and funny and totally rude to everyone around you but okay. whatever um and then i took him home and and at, we got home at like 3 30 and then he left my apartment at 6 p.m the following day so we slept in between but it was like a lot okay and okay. so i was just like i i'm so i can't go on a date with this russian girl i'm too busy having sex with someone from another continent in europe <laughs> So you still, still trying, still tempting, still would want to, or just eh. you know, I felt I felt like it was so rude what I did that like I not don't... with her, but like other women, like Sh- yeah, are you sure. still on her? No, I'm not on her. Um, Open your Tinder swipes up to both. Sure, yeah, I probably do something like that. Yeah. Probably, like I just it's it's always an option for me. Um, but with her specifically, it's... just come with me to a lesbian bar. We'll go to Cubby Hole on like Tuesday Cubby night. Cubby Hole's intimidating. Cubby Hole's so much fun though. It is fun. But like everyone there is like a le- I, Everyone I there let- is like, oh, they're gay. Yeah, exactly. They let um I went to the Cubby Hole with uh, a friend of mine and she was with a group of lesbians and I was talking to them and then I like mentioned in passing that I was sleeping with a man and they all were just like boo see you later like uh, their interest in what I had to say went from 10 to 0 immediately they were like you don't eat box see you later so it's very like 
no, no, come back. I eat bugs. I wait, guys. I'm open to it. Um, but Cubbyhole is such a like, like hot, like a hookup oh, gay yeah. bar. So it's like I don't, I don't know if I could. Anytime I have a friend, who, like a female friend, who just wants to hook up with a girl, um, it's great. I just go it's like, great, I'll but we'll like, go to Cubbyhole. You'll sure. you'll be fingering someone in 20 minutes. And it, they, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. it's a very aggressive. It's very aggressive hookup bar, and sure. I love it. No, it's uh, fun. I would go there. I definitely would go there. I yeah, I I I'm into it. I'm you know, I'm I'm swimming in an ocean of all genitalia. I'm really, I'm open. <laughs> I'm an open minded. <laughs> Could you hook up with a trans person? Yeah, sure. I would, either way, in either direction. Uh, yeah, I would probably I would attract uh, a trans man, man. but like who was a woman and is trying to be... I feel like a trans man who's like fits all that like... Artsy thing, artsy shit. shit you want, tattoos and shit, mm-hmm. and then you can just eat his box, and I feel like that gets you sure. all the things you want. Sure. And then he'd probably be more than willing to strap one on and, and give you the fucking two. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I'm not like, yeah. I'm Maybe not. that's your ideal man. A man with a pussy. <laughs> a man with a pussy? Maybe. I love dicks. A pussy and like a good strap on. I love dicks though. Yeah. There's something about men. That I just love. Can I mark down another mark for getting yelled at? No, well, not about like, but there's something about male bodied, excuse me, and men and all. I don't care. I just, I enjoy imagining people being mad. There's something about, of course, everyone's mad all the time. We're all so mad and, you know, comedy should be taken 100% at face value and. No, no, but tell me. Social justice. Male bodies. Sure. Male bodies. There's something about male bodies and also. Yeah. Yeah. That you like. I like. Okay. I like your dumb dicks. <laughs> your dumb dicks. <laughs> I want to kick them and suck them. <laughs> just kiss them and go. Ugh. No? No. I don't know. See, that's some Is that- gross shit that you would say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, whatever happens, happens. It's all It's all like, I feel, I feel like a lot of people have this philosophy, like, you're going to meet this one and like, there's destiny and everyone plays their love life as if they're a protagonist in a movie uh-huh. and like everything was meant to happen to lead you. I'm, I don't, that's not true. Like we are truly just floating around in a sea of dicks and pussies. And if you hit one other dick or pussy that likes you and you guys can, you know, get high and watch Rick and Morty, then that's great. But it's not like there's no, it's not like, well, I met this guy and, you know, it taught me this lesson and will prepare me for, then you're going to get married and you're totally going to get divorced and you're going to end up alone. We're all going to die alone. It just It's just a matter of maybe having some fun along the way is my philosophy. So inspirational. I know. It's so beautiful. I'm a guru. <laughs> when you're doing the whole just in the sea of dicks and if you find the dick matches your... Oh, I was, you find a I was, dick that matches eating it up. and I then you it. like it and then it's fun and then it's not fun because this dick wants something then that you know then it's over and what whatever uh that's all it's just <laughs> whatever's that. gonna happen is gonna happen man oh man and it will all be dog shit eventually and we'll all die and everyone's gonna hurt your feelings somehow and you're gonna hurt someone else's feelings somehow just let it ride okay wow uh that that was fantastic i am so do you want to do you want to 
I was trying to think during this whole episode of like what a bonus episode you could be. Mm-hmm. Do you want to answer some advice questions that I have already answered on the show? Ooh, I'll read you some emails. Sure. Okay, so Patreon people, we're going to do a bonus episode. Uh, so you'll get that soon. If you're watching right now on Periscope Facebook Live, you can watch it now. Um, but before we go, why don't you tell people you host an awesome podcast. Again, we oh, said... Uh, it's the Gay Hate Podcast. The Gay Hate <laughs> It's the White Supremacy <laughs> underscore gay hate that's the side podcast you have to actually it's behind sure, a paywall it's a private it's the private <laughs> it's bonus content <laughs> no i host the hot mess comedy hour uh i, I co-host it with uh, emily lubin uh fantastic comedian and my life partner my non-gay life partner um <laughs> hilarious woman and we interview comedians every week and we ask them why they think they're a hot mess. Um, so it always brings forth some sort of ridiculousness. Uh, Billy was on there twice. Yep. Uh, the first time we learned about your weird sexual preferences and all your freaky shit that you do. And then the second time we learned about how you have a terrible personality. So that was <laughs> yes, great. Yeah. It was a good time. I loved it. It's if like you- the only time you'll ever hear me on a podcast talking about my family in depth. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever done it. Oh, you got so... You're like, what? I... Oh. I deserve okay, you. to be liked too. Okay, you. Ah, that's so good. Oh, I caught, I caught the essence of your horribleness on audio. <laughs> it was so mwah. So check that out. Um, that's in the normal places. Yes. So iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, hot, the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Follow us on Instagram at Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Follow us on Twitter at Hot Mess Podcast. Um, but yeah, just follow. Also, you have you have a new Instagram that we definitely should be. Oh yes, yes. your ass has an Instagram. My butt has an Instagram. Uh-huh. Ugh, it's called Hot Ass Cold Cuts. <laughs> it's pictures <laughs> of my ass with snack foods. So it's like a, it's like a double. It's like my beautiful fat ass. Big. P-H-A-T. It's round. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's honestly a gift from God. Um and. Then also like donuts or Doritos. I Photoshop the whole thing. Hot, uh, it's hot, hot ass cold, cold cuts, cuts. One word. Yes, on Instagram. It should be hot butt cold cuts, but I'm a fucking idiot and uh, didn't even think about nah, that. No, hot ass. I think ass is gonna attract like the the thirsty Thirst. dudes. Oh yeah. yeah, this is a. Purely... I think hot butt. You know, people go like, mm, that could be a dude's butt. Sure, that's hot true. ass. They're they're thinking. Damn, yeah. it's a purely thirst based experiment. I don't know. I have fun with it, but um. <laughs> So that's another, I mean, that's another thing you can follow me on. Cool. And yeah, I don't know. Awesome. I'm everywhere. Follow me, support me. Yeah. She's worth supporting. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, uh, Thank it's you. It's one of the few podcasts I listen to myself. So, Thank you so much. Uh, patron people, we're going to answer some advice questions. But till then, Andrea, uh, say goodbye to people listening on Periscope, Facebook Live, all of it. Bye, Mom. I'm doing <laughs> great. Oh, wasn't she great? Please go check out her show, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. You can find it pretty much anywhere you're listening to me. Uh, and then give us a shout out on Twitter. You know, we want to know what you thought about this episode. She is at Andrea Comedy. I am at the Billy Persita. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast. Let us know what you thought about the show. You can also find both of our fan pages on Facebook. Look up the Manwhore Podcast. Look up the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Give us both a like. And if you want to say something to me privately, maybe in a 
in a longer form, shoot me an email, send me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures to manhorpod at gmail.com. Join the conversation with your fellow fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads for every episode. I also like to post announcements, exclusive pictures, and I like to comment under the threads that you create yourselves. Again, that's r slash Podcast. And one more time, people, uh, please, you know, support independent content creators. I hope you're supporting me. You can become an official fan whore for just $1 a month if you go to patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. If we hit $750 per month pledged, my girlfriend Paige is going to come and do a full episode of this show. Curious what she sounds like? Curious what her deal is? Curious why she's making the ugliest face she's ever made right this second? Go throw down at least a dollar. Help get us there. I hope you all enjoy yourselves. Try out the coconut oil. If anything, just to have a nice, pretty, smooth butthole. (laughs) Uh, Next week, I have a great episode with polyamorous cartoonist Kimchi Cuddles. Phenomenal episode. Had a lot of fun there. Uh, But until next week, stay slutty. 